Hey everyone and welcome back to What Happened to Us with Nate, Sam, and Hugh. And this week it's another Nate, not Nate hour, because Sam is still on contract disputes. I'm sure we'll have that sort of that shortly. But today, this week, uh, we had a little bit of sports talk because there were some serious notes to what's going on. I'm sure some of you have heard with the John Gruden, John Cusack, and a few others. We talked about William Shatner, the oil in LA, and there are way too many reboots going on out there. But enough of me. Here's Nate. Good? After the climb of stairs? The stairs of death? It's a lot of stairs, man. It's a lot of stairs? Oh, yeah. Uh, are you uh, house-sitting, I'm guessing? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Dog-sitting dog again. Oh, nice. It's, a, it's like a four-story house. Way too many floors. Oh, you know, Midwest stuff. Four stories, is a, that's a lot. It's a very big house. I'm surprised you just said, screw it. I don't need my glasses that badly. I should have. I'm good. All right, we're good. We're good. I'm also gonna. It's gonna be a great um, audio uh, medium because I'm, I'm eating milk duds. So. Oh no. Nice. I'm, I'm just gonna be chewing the uh, whole time. Why not? I mean. It's the it, first time I've had chocolate in years. Really? Yeah, I don't like chocolate. Weird. Weirdly enough, I was listening to a podcast. And they were talking about milk duds, and it was. And I just thought to myself, you know what? I used to like milk duds, so I bought some. Still like them. Oh. Go figure. The things you learn. What what podcast got you back on the, the milk dud? Yeah, Greg Cody. It was Greg Cody. Oh, Greg Cody. Okay, he'll do yeah, that. I, if you're gonna guess anybody who an old doddering man who likes milk duds, it'd be Greg Cody. Yes, it would be. Which I did. Um, I did listen to uh, the other the other day. Because which I, one? Um, well, Levitard. Because I was like, I was a little bit interested to see what they had to say about the whole John Gruden fiasco. Shall we say? They. They had a lot to say about it. Well, yeah. I mean, they brought everyone and their mother. I'm surprised they didn't bring, bring in uh, Jameel Hill for that one. For anyone who doesn't know, um, John Gruden, what was it, from 07 to 2018, essentially? Uh, 2011 to 2018. Was sending emails of not just racist stuff. Homophobic? Homophobic, misogynistic. Uh, misogynistic. Um, borderline, well, not borderline, illegal in many states because he – it, he also was emailing topless photos of the Washington uh, football teams. Uh, I still get cut up on that. I, I always want to say the name, but or the former name. Yeah, well, yeah, it's because um, it's what we've been. It's how people f mess up with San Diego Chargers all the time. San Diego Chargers, yeah. Like and people Raiders. Raiders people still say people still say the Oakland Raiders. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he like the the topless photos of the cheerleaders were a whole different animal because that's like borderline revenge porn. So that's like sending that by emails, breaking the law in many States. Yeah. But yeah, the, the racist stuff, the home, the homophobic, it, it was all bad. It, it was, it, I mean, Levitar made a point of saying the only people he didn't seem to insult were, um, the Asian community and the Hispanic community. Uh, he also the, added in Muslims and, and Jewish and Jewish. He, no, he, and, and Part of the reason for the Jewish thing might be that one of the people on the email chains was Jewish, so he might have held back there. Oh, you know, that minor, the, that minor was, little thing. It was such antiquated racism and, and homophob homophobia. 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 I was about to say homophobism. That's yeah. I can't I can't talk. That's all right. Um, we all get there like, at some points. Like he just he was using terms that were like racist a long time ago. Yeah. Like that people just don't use anymore, or not even terms. It was like a trope about the size of somebody's lips. lips yeah no no crazy. no yeah it's crazy it's just crazy and like the fact i you know someone was talking about like bomani, bomani was talking about yeah. it and he was just like it's just weird that people talk about it like this still like it's still a thing it, but wow. they they don't i mean that that's what blew bomani and a lot of people away is wow who still says and the one of the homophobic he used the f 
yeah. homophobic word uh, as opposed to the other f word um which is still obviously used unfortunately but he also used queer as an insult like calling some you know like yeah who, who does that anymore that's another antiquated thing to use that as like a slur no to um, be queer is just to be queer like right but calling somebody a queer is like it as a derogatory yeah. term is something that's not generally used much they anymore. actually took it back yeah i, I give them credit it's true it is true it's one of yeah that's yeah. but that but using it as a slur is it seems so antiquated and it's especially jarring because um i mean obviously and he got fired for good reason even though these some of the emails he didn't get fired he resigned Resi uh, okay okay that, that's sure. that's the, the one thing that like the raiders had a chance to fire him oh they would they would have it was one of those they would never resign, have. resign or you don't think so no i, think, I don't I think, think i don't would, think mark davis could do it i don't think he has a the cojones. I, he's not as he's not as his dad would have. His dad fired people. For his a lot dad less. fired coaches halfway through the season. He had yeah. He would have yeah. It's it, crazy. We all we all think of uh, remember Al Davis at the end when he was like a doddering old man who right. fired Lane Kiffin and, and then do you remember the the press conference he did after he fired him and he had a whole overhead projector. Yes. What what do they call those presentation? Well, was, well, yeah, it was like an overhead projector. Yeah, like it wasn't was overhead, like but it was like the old school one that we had in oh, our yeah. classrooms. Yeah, where you put yeah with a piece of paper and the light and it shines up under the yeah. yeah, what, yeah what are those called? Old school. I thought Damn. it was just called an overhead projector. Uh, um, but yeah, it was very old school. But we we think of him as that like doddering. Old, wow, I've used the doddering. I've used doddering twice now. Um, but in his heyday, like Al Davis was badass. Andy was the most progressive of all. He was the first person to hire a black coach, first person to hire um, um, people of color in his front office. He hired first person to hire a, um, a woman as the president of the team. Yep. So he was very progressive. So it's yeah. But um. But yeah. Yeah. Uh, like, there's only one openly gay player in the entire NFL, and he just so happens to play for the Raiders, which is unfortunate. Unfortunate for Gruden. So yes. and it's, and the fact that his entire team is black, almost. You know, almost. So that's a problem. That's, that's you a know, problem too. He lost that. He would like, you know, the one thing is like, okay, everyone looked past it because you know this came out on Friday. He coached on Sunday, and then the rest yeah. of it dropped. And you know they were talking about like there's always these like who leaked this information because none of the Washington Football Team emails have been leaked. Just no, well, yeah, well, that, that was the thing is people are like, well, why in the hell are they looking at emails from 10 years ago? And it's not that they, they were not investigating Gruden. They were, it was part of an investigation because the Washington football team has all kinds of um, problems. Yes. Like civil suits and things about the toxic work environment for women and people of color. So they were investigating the team. So they were looking at emails going all the way. To, like I think they they were they looked at like six hundred and fifty thousand emails or so something like that, absurd, yeah. and it just so happened Gruden was caught in the crossfire because they they were like looking at these other emails and like whoa whoa what is what is happening here? But yeah, it, it seemed very strange that of all the people to go down, it was a, a coach on a team that had nothing to do with the team. No, he wasn't even a coach at the time. No, he was at ESPN. He worked for his, worked for his. Well, he he had. The the emails went through 2018 when he was a coach for the Raiders. Right. But, it, but in the beginning, he was ES. He worked at ESPN, and that's why nobody was quite sure how he would get punished and by whom. But now, now it's a bit more obvious. Yeah, yeah I, but people seem to think that had he not, the the NFL would have forced Davis to fire him. That's what they did. I think. Bad, I think they bad, did it. I think yeah. they they made it so they gave him the and Gruden just resigned to say I can't like the. It's there's no coming back from what he did. 
and what he said. So no, no, you you can't you can't coach a like. No, you lost that locker room. The, the people that are the people that have been defending him are the people you totally expect to defend him, like the Clay Travises and the Ben Shapiro's oh. and the Ted Ted Cruz's, and they're all saying like, "Well, what about the players who say things like that all the time?" Or, or they were just you know, it's all what aboutism. Um, but the, the difference is they're not. I mean, he is the. He leads a team of men that have no respect for him anymore. Yeah. If they did, if, even if they didn't bef- did before, like Keyshawn Johnson, who played from 20 years ago, his his for the last 20 years, has talked about how shitty a person Gruden is, and nobody nobody really listened yeah. to him. Which is saying something because Keyshawn Johnson is a shitty person. Yeah. So he knows. Yeah, yeah. So he, yeah, they yeah, called was, him like um, a car salesman or whatever the heck. Like there was something. There was another yeah. few other things that he said about him. Choice words, shall we say? Um, man, used car sale, and that's a that's unfortunate that they they that reputation is. Uh, well, they kind of did it to themselves. They did, but you know, I and, mean, all car salesmen, I suppose. I, I mean, I, I guess the I guess it, it, there was the old trope that used car salesmen were a little bit, you know, shady, greasier, mm-hmm. shadier. What, one, was uh, it, oh, what was the movie one, that, with uh, Jeremy? I was going to say one of the most. Um, Oh, um, I was even thinking a better one. I, one of the most underrated Kurt Russell movies ever is Used Cars. Oh, it was wow. a Robert Zemeckis movie from like the late seventies. Highly, it, it actually might be up there among the great Kurt Russell comedies. Uh, highly recommend it. Hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, so yeah, so the Raiders that happened to them, unfortunate. It did unfortunately happen. Well, it did yeah, it it is. It just it's just like one of those things. I was just like. Then, yeah, yeah. So he lost. He has he had his three big endorsements. Uh, or um, oh, he's a spokesperson for Hooters. Corona? He's Hooters. a spokesperson Corona and uh, for Skechers. Oh, Skechers. Thus far, good. Skechers Skechers is the only one who's dropped. Really? I can't imagine Hooters. I can't imagine Hooters and Corona are going to be uh, eager to work with him again. Uh the movie I was thinking, The Goods, Live Hard, Sell Hard. That's right. I remember that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, Jeremy Piven, I feel like in a different life, would have been a used car salesman. Well, you know, his friend or his former friend had a little bit of a weekend, too, shall we say. Ah, yes. John Cusack. Yeah. yeah. Like that for... was funny. I saw that whole thing unfold, and I, I know the guy. Oh, the you, know, you know that? Oh, I'm Barstool sure you guy, met. yeah. Yeah. He, uh, yeah, that was at uh, the White Sox game. I forget if what night. It was Monday night, maybe? I think so. Um, yeah, he got a guy named uh, Barstool. You know who? Um, oh, for lovely, those of you who lovely, don't know, lovely people. You want to describe Barstool for people? Oh, I yeah. It's um, if if misogyny and it's honestly John. It's John Gruden as a website. Oh, that's it's it. Misogyny, racism, um, homophobic. Homo- God, I almost said homophobism again. Yeah, um, you're on fire with words today, mate. Can't I can't talk? I talk bad. It's um, okay. But it's it started as a sports website, like a bro website. Right for in Boston. I'm yeah, in I Boston. think yeah, it was Boston. Yeah, <laughs> um, and then it, but now it's kind of morphed into a. God, it's like a multi-million-dollar business now. It is the guy. The guy who started it originally sold it for fifteen million uh, to some bigger company. I forget the name. Some big media company, and then it, it started off as a blog. It was just like Boston sports blog. Then it's then it spread into different cities, but now it's now they they have 
it's a whole they have their own station it's a, a serious radio station called barstool radio yeah i, I and, think one and, of their podcasts sold for millions to spotify yeah like the girl i forget uh call me daddy or who's uh can I... yeah they, they have a couple like that it's it's still a lot of a the the their blogs and their podcasts aren't as racist and misogynistic as they used to be but the guys it, the biggest problem is the fans of barstool oh yeah the the barstool guys aren't that bad it's the fans are just the bro frat bro awful people um but yeah the uh how did we start on bar oh yeah so barstool the the, there's a chicago branch of barstool and there's a guy who um what is white Sox dave white Sox. his name is white Sox dave um and he is a friend of a friend of ours um, so I've met him before and he's, yeah, he's, he's everything you'd expect that guy to be. And yeah, at the, uh, White Sox, um, Astros game the other night, he confronted John Cusack outside the stadium, um, because he was very drunk, uh, the White Sox Dave, not John yeah. Cusack. And he, he confronted John Cusack because he took great offense to the fact that Cusack was there rooting for the White Sox because God, for, because you know, Cusack is famously a Cubs fan, uh, just like Eddie Vedder and a, a number of very famous Cubs fans. Right. And White Sox Dave, who, you know, that's his name, so you can kind of assume that he's a White Sox guy, took great offense, took great umbrage to the fact that John Cusack, how dare he be there rooting for the White Sox, because you can only root for one. Yes. And um, they got in each other's faces, and Cusack was yelling. Cusack, he, I mean, it was funny. Cusack just kept, like, yelling basically his bona fides about being a White Sox fan to Dave, basically saying, he started just naming random players from random years, basically saying, I am a fan. This is, so you, this is how you know I'm a fan. Um, and he, Dave basically got a very stern talking to and wa- walked away with his tail between his legs, yet he still posted the video as if it was some sort of moral win. victory. Yeah, he, like, there was a lot of confusion of, like, do you actually assume this is a win? Yeah, yeah, John... It was very. I mean, the the funniest thing that people were pointing out is, I mean, but they're not. I mean, it's so stupid to say you can only root for one of the teams. Um, but Cusack uh, famously played a White Sox player in Eight Men Out. Yep. Um, and and people also brought up the funny fact that um, Cusack is a is a six level black belt. Yeah. Um, and in kickboxing have, or whatever. In kickboxing, yeah, which is funny because that goes all the way back to the movie Say Anything, where he. Right. He wanted to be a professional kickboxer. Yeah. Um, but there was a great quote. I'll have to find it from. Did you see the quote from Danny Trejo? Oh yes, uh, yes. About how you like, I he watched him train during Con Air. Yeah, I'm seeing. I'm gonna see. I'm trying to find it. Um, yeah, Danny. It, it. This was not in relation to this event. But no. Um, oh, this is I... about Danny Trejo, who was at the point of time he just gotten out of prison. And he was like, oh, if there, there is anyone you wouldn't want to mess with, who would it be? And he was like, John Cusack. I've seen him kick the heavy bag. And he's like, yeah. it'll crack your ribs and put you down. No problem. So. Yeah, let me, I'm, try, like, I'm trying to find the quote. But yeah, it's because they, they, he, did they work together on Con Air? Yeah, yeah. He was a, one of the prisoners. Yeah, he was a. You know, it's, it, it's funny because that quote, because it, Trejo brings up Con Air in the quote. Um, but. I had forgotten that he was in it, but at the same time, I thought to myself, well, it's it's a very good chance that he is in it because I've just pictured Con Air and pictured Danny Trejo. Of course he's in it. 
Um, but yeah, that's I had I did still have to look it up. Um, were you able to find it? Uh, I'm still typing it, and I can't. Just like I can't talk, I can't type. Um, but yeah, if if um, if Danny Trejo says you have the bona fides, you have the bona fides. Yeah, I'd say. Um, let me see. Uh, where is it? Uh, oh, this is it. This is his quote. You're not going to believe this, but trying to think of his name now. Who's the guy in Con Air? John Cusack. He was trained by Benny the Jet Urquidez, Trejo confessed. I watched John Cusack kick a bag. He, he'll break your ribs, but he's the nicest guy in the world. You would never suspect him that he could break your jaw, but he's the nicest guy in the world. And if you watch this video of uh, John Cusack and White Sox Dave, he Dave was about to get his jaw broken. Yeah. And you know what? I wouldn't have had a problem with it. Probably not. I just think it's fun. Like, I understand why they did it, and they ran with it. Because it's like, oh, this is... It became national news. Like It did. And he's posting it... everything about it. He's like, oh, he's on my block list. They made a block to, like, um, something... They made a comment that he said. And they're like, they're using it to their advantage of making money off it. So that's what they do. Uh, my favorite thing is, like, he's like, his favorite movie of John Cusack is Hot Tub Time Machine. Yeah. Oh, th- yeah, that was the thing. Is that the the him and the the others were trying to play it off like who who the hell's John Cusack? I can't even name any of his movies. And like saying yes, if if you try to claim that your favorite Cusack, and that is such a barstool answer to be honest. Yeah. That like that is of of all Cusack's movies, if I had to pick one that a barstool dude would would um, be a fan of, it's that. But the funny thing is, is I think it. I mean, it very much backfired him posting the video and trying to act like he had you know he took out john cusack because a lot of the barstool dudes like if you read the replies to dave's tweets the barstool guys took cusack's side because they're all like dude what are you talking about it's john cusack he's awesome yeah but they don't you know this guy's just in his own head he's he's already there i'm bigger than this man like that's the funny thing it's just like oh well i mean it's funny because he's if you were to ever see white Sox, dave he's he's a short guy he's i mean I mean, I'd say I, I had a couple inches on him, and I'm not a tall man. Yeah, Cusack is a very tall man. Yeah, Cusack's what, six? He's got to be like 6'2", six, 6'3", six, at least. I, I'd say maybe even 6'4". Yeah. Uh, no, probably not that tall, but yeah, that's a tall man. Um, and, and it's, even when you watch them arguing, it's very much uh, a man looking down on another man. Like, he had a good foot on him. Oh, yeah, he barely reached his shoulder. I'm like, I'm, I'm seeing the clip right here, so I'm just like, because yeah. I was looking for the Danny Trejo quote for you. See but, if I can um, find it faster, you seeing how you've been talking in a in a way that is uh, not necessarily Nate. Like, no, I'm a little off today. I'm a little off, off my game. Yeah. Eh, yeah. Um, Nothing wrong with that. I, I did I did force you to come in an hour hour early for work. Yeah, this this is yeah, this yeah. You know that that, that whole uh, yeah. what two o'clock in the afternoon instead of three? Oh yeah. You know. Talk. It's it's just so stupid. I mean there aren't that many examples of it, but like, because there aren't that many cities with two teams. But it's so stupid the the way well the, like the turf war in cities that you can you know in New York you're either a Mets fan or a Yankees fan you can't be both. San Francisco. Um, it, I mean San, that's a little uh, bit more easier. It's a little yeah. But I'm still saying uh, like I know I have friends who are both Niners fans but one roots for the well one roots for the Dodgers the other roots for the A's I you know it's like one of those weird things. Um, it's but it's it's some. I mean, I don't know. I don't know enough about the the specifics of New York sports fans. I do know 
based on I, I'm aware of the fact that it goes if you're a Mets fan, you're a Jets fan. If you're a Yankees fan, you're a Giants fan. See, I don't know how that started or how it works, but that's how it is. You know, uh, the New York. I think it was because the New York Giants used to play in Yankee Stadium. Back okay, in the day. That, that makes sense. That makes sense. And yeah, and and it's so you're like, I mean, that's especially confusing because Chicago, New York, is the only city that has two of both. Well, I mean, does uh, do they really? And though? two bas- and two basketball teams, um, but it's you know it's a big city. But two hockey but, teams, kind of. Um, uh, yeah, the island. Well, the Islanders were they in Brooklyn into for a while. Yeah, yeah. So that yeah, I don't know. I I, I believe, and it's it. The same way. If you are, it goes Mets. If you're a Mets fan, you're a Jets fan, and you are an Islanders fan. I don't know if, if that. You, I don't know if hockey works that way. I'm like, well, the, I, I know the Yankees. Yankees fans are almost always Rangers fans. But yeah. you're right. Islanders might be a Long Island thing. I think it really is. Uh, just to, you know, I always find it funny because, uh, uh, what was it? The Islanders. Well, um, outside the hockey, but growing up in Jersey, where I did, it was very different because it was a Jets. Uh, not a, it was a Giants Mets territory, really? and it was a Jets Yankees area. So that not to throw in hmm. the, like the Philadelphia thing as well. It's like you know, depending on where you are in that state, you, your fandom shifts a lot. It's like the, that's true. It's like why Connecticut is considered the redhead stepchilds because there are Yankees fans that live in Connecticut. They're like New England is like we don't want Connecticut, but if you go farther <laughs> north in Connecticut, the more Red Soxy kind of fans they are so my knowledge of um i mean i'm sure we've we've covered this before i my knowledge of the northeast geography not the is best awful awful like if, if you would have like i know that connecticut is next to new york yes like in terms of like because i know a lot of, you know obviously jersey is did not years ago but i had a, a guy who worked for me who's from jersey and he philadelphia team Right, and I was like, I he's close to Pennsylvania. Yeah, 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 no clue, no clue. Yep, no clue. Yeah, yeah, it's okay. Like a lot of people don't. It's like, you know, West Coast people who think Indiana's East Coast, and I'm like, or Ohio's East Coast, and I'm like, nah. Well, we, we went over that the other day, so it's like we did. We you don't want to go back to it? No, we don't. Need uh, to. We don't need but to. The, all, but in, New, in in Chicago, it's very easy to differentiate because the if you live north like chicago i don't know how familiar you are with not not all that familiar at the moment there is but an i know exact... there's a north side and the south side that's north side it. and south side it's basically is the loop it's where the the um the l the uh, you know, right the, the train, their, yeah. their transit their mass transit trains they it's like a the middle loop and then they all go out in different directions and the loop is the exact middle of the city so anything north of the loop is north side anything south is south side makes sense and yeah and the the Cubs play up north. The White Sox play south. So it's a very easy line to differentiate. If yeah, you no. grew up on the south side, you're a White Sox fan. That one's easy. I don't know how New York works. I honestly have no idea. Um, I mean, Queens is where the the Mets play, and Brooklyn. Yeah, is and where the, the Bron- and Bronx, yeah. Bronx is the Yankees. So by the boroughs, I mean there are what is it, seven boroughs? Six. Six. There's yeah, well, five. It's uh, Bronx. It's Bronx. Brooklyn. Harlem. Queens, Manhattan, Staten Island, five. Five. Yeah. Five. Yeah, the five boroughs. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Um. Yeah. Um. So you know, and then I mean, L.A. I guess technically the L.A. the Angels are L.A., but not really. I mean, no. No, it's an Orange County team, like the Rams. Oh. Yeah. The 
so much. The, the Los Angeles, yeah. <laughs> no, it's always as funny as this because I'm like LA's LA. It, you know, it's Clippers. It's every every degenerate San Diego team made its way to LA essentially. Yeah, I'm shocked. The, well, the, I don't think the Padres. Well, no, they really. actually spent money on that stadium, so they're not going anywhere. Oh yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. Qual- oh my God, Qualcomm. That was a that's shithole. destroyed. I believe now. Good. It was. Well, yeah. Are, are, you sure, are you sure it was that before or after we? Uh, I we don't. Saw that, we saw that game there because I'm pretty sure it was destroyed. That, that, we went there. to that game like nine or ten years ago now. Uh, well, it'd be easy to look up because it was uh, whenever um, Russell Wilson was a rookie because he came into the game and we were like, ah, third string uh, Seahawks quarterback Russell Wilson. Yeah, it was Matt so Lynn Jackson. What, yeah, whatever year that was. Um, oh he, God. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but that was. Um, yeah, that place was, you know, it, and now the uh, your Chargers are. Uh, well, I don't know if you're, they're your Chargers anymore. They're still my Chargers. Uh, and, 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 and a lot of San Diegans, San Diegans, San Diegans. Yep. Yeah. Okay, got, got that one right. right. You got that one uh, right. Got that one right. Um, I know a lot of them disown them. It's, strangely enough, a lot of San Diegans who like live in LA disown them, even though they came closer to them, which is odd. Um, yes. Like in the same way that St. Louis has completely rid itself of the Rams, but there might, you know, to me they were like, hey, they moved, they moved back to me in LA. I'm cool with this. Yeah, no, no, no. Um, yeah. But there, um, there's a. I mean, it would be a. It wouldn't be outside the realm of possibility for the Chargers and Rams to play in the Super Bowl this year. They are both good enough, and the Super Bowl is in their home stadium. That yes. would be wild. It would be great. I think it would yeah. be funny. I'm, it would determine who's the champion of the city. I no no it wouldn't yeah no, it would. it wouldn't. yeah it would it's uh we no, know which more no. team which we know which team has got the better uniform I mean the other uh, team tried to copy okay okay I one team didn't come not, from Cleveland currently yes but they were fucked up so bad the Rams they I they they said they were going back to their old blue and blue and gold they blue, did I guess kinda. blue and yeah yeah but they fucked it up with the the putting oh. the Rib, what, what is it? What, how would you describe how they did the horns? Rib for the um, rib, for it's, her yeah, it's, it's like, yeah, it's like ribbed. Um, I mean, it's it looks like a real horn, but they said they were going back. They, the Rams haven't had those badass uniforms that they wore from like the 70s through the 90s. The, the, the first year of the greatest show on turf, the first Kurt Warner year, was the last year they wore those awesome blue and yellow with yeah. the Rams. Yeah. that gold. Which was just... And then, then, then they turned it to the weird white, gold, and blue that they wore for twenty years, and they were awful. And they promised they were going to bring it back to the old school, but then they tweaked it. And it's stupid. And the char- you're right. The, although the baby blue Chargers are might be the best uniform in football, but they don't wear those all that often, right? Or do they? Is that their permanent? No, it is the baby blue or are their permanent uniforms? Yeah. Now no, they've gotten back to like the even older school with the yellow pants. I'm, you know. Loving it. Look at us talking sports and nothing but sports since uh, well, that's what happens our, our contract she, dispute. You know, when when yeah, she's still holding out, but don't worry, she'll be she'll, she'll be, be back, guys. She'll be back. We'll we're, back at some point. We'll make it at some point. Yeah, she needs a little little hiatus from us. I, I, I don't blame her to be honest. I mean, I I listen to us after this and wow, I'm I'm surprised mm-hmm. that she stuck around as long as she. Yeah, I would. Time. Frankly, I'm surprised she's been stayed friends with me for twenty years. I I would have gotten rid of me years ago. I. I have less of an excuse, you know. Um, once again, I'm like, I don't know why anyone talks to me either. I'm kidding, folks. I'm I'm, I'm getting like this. You might be doing 
So, what was that? Mm, not really. So I said I'm getting close to a contract dispute. I'll, I'll send you that Venmo. Don't worry about it, buddy. Cool. Yeah. Um, well, okay. Well, then, um, non-sports related. Uh, did you watch the William Shatner launch? I did not watch it. I just caught some of the things. I was down in uh, what I call the time suck of life, San Diego. Where, ah. Where it uh, like, that was the past week for my of my life. Where uh, yeah, I I felt like William Shatner, in the Are sense you, that I turned ninety, like went to bed at six o'clock at night every night. And... That's what I do now. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's probably more young and virile, vir- virile. I can't I, virile than either of us. It's certainly more than me. Um, but I was a little. There have been so many of these live launches lately, um, that if they're, it's becoming commonplace. What this is like? What the fifth civilian launch in like the last three months? Fourth, fourth civilian launch in the last four, three or four months. Right. But still watching it live, you get a little nervous because unlike when NASA would launch things. You're like NASA knows how to do this. I do don't they know? If I trust. Uh, they've had okay. Their NASA's track record's pretty good. A couple of mishaps. A couple. I think three, it's, wait, three, we're three now or four. Uh, do we count Apollo 13 as yes, a mishap we do. or not? Okay. Yeah, that's they kind lived. of a mishap. They even called it a. Oh, what was it? There was a famous line about it where they called it like a, um, a something accident because nothing. Everybody lived, but it was still was a. You know, monumental f up is what it was. Uh, yeah. Well, no, not monumental. That was like a small defect that they realized later. Yeah. The other ones were pretty monumental, although they were all the result of defects. But you know, Challenger and um, Columbia. Yeah, Columbia. Yeah. Those were. Um, and was Apollo one? Was the other one? Apollo one. Apollo one was a problem. Um, that one didn't even take off. No. That just that one just got caught on fire on the on the launch pad. But yeah, but you know, those in, in what, fifty years of space flight, those three those three ones were the big ones. That's not bad. That's pretty good pretty good batting average. Yeah. But you know, it's still watching watching it live, you're kinda like, Ooh god, I hope I'm not watching William Shatner blow up on live television. Well, that'll take us back to what was it? Well, it was fourth grade for me, so second or third grade for Eighty six. Um I guess that would have been first grade. I, I don't remember it anyway, and we've discussed it many times. Yeah, no, I know. My only memory of it is from Punky Brewster. Right, right, right. Um, but, uh, yeah, and they were, it was weird. Like, on, while there was a lot of um, several delays in the, the, the launch today, um, while they were in the capsule, they kept putting it on 15-minute holds, and they kept saying the reason they listed was uh, vehicle readiness as the reasons for delaying it, right. which kind of makes you, you're like, well, that doesn't sound good. Like, at least if it was a weather delay, that's something. But it, vehicle readiness doesn't sound good. Um, and then, but they had, so CNN had on like several former astronauts just to fill the time. Right. And one of them was, he was so matter of fact, it was weird. He was saying, like, well, it, he, he, he knows Bill Shatner. He calls him Bill Shatner. So, you know, if you know him, you call him Bill. He yeah. knew William Shatner personally, but he, he, he wasn't speaking for William Shatner. But he's like, well, you know, Bill was born in 1931, he's 90 years old. If he dies, he dies. He had a good run. And, like, this this guy's saying this on live TV, and it's like, well, I don't think you're speaking for William Shatner. I don't think he wants to die today. And I'm pretty sure the other three people on that in that capsule who are not 90 years old don't want to die today. And he he referenced it twice. Yeah. When, the, when, when the, the vehicles were pulling away before the launch, 
the, the same guy said, oh, yeah, the vehicles need to get far far enough away in case the rocket blows up. And it's like, wow. He, and this guy is a former astronaut, so he was just very matter-of-fact. Um, but the, the sad thing was is they um, they showed the launch and they showed the capsule landing, but they didn't show any footage from inside the capsule, right. which, they, which they did when Bezos was in it. But and I, at the time when, when I was watching it this morning, I was like, why on earth? Are they not showing it? But then I remembered that um, they had a special cameras on board because they're doing a documentary about Shatner going to space. So I'm sure they were just saving the footage. Because ah. I, I I wanted to. <laughs> uh, oh. That's not not a visual medium, but a cat jumping in your on your crotch is is a yeah. Con- a bit, it's comedic visually, but yeah. nobody else can see it. No, um, bad timing a, for yes, everyone yes, else. Yes, a, a, a cat oh. just landed on Hugh's crotch. Oh, it's um, good too. And scratch. Okay. Yeah, cats are. No, it, it wasn't his front. It wasn't a front scratch. It was his, he would try no. to grip himself and use his black claws. Uh, yeah, I'll be bleeding for a Did... bit. Awesome. Uh, well, you know that's fine. Um, but yeah, because I, you know, I, I, the whole reason I tuned in is I wanted to see a ninety-year-old William Shatner floating around in space. Yeah, I, I, it makes sense. Like I saw one, of, was... the, one of the guys. Uh, they had like their Star Trek outfits for spacesuits as well. Soft photo of that. The um, it it was kind of sad when they landed. Like, break something? Yeah, I think so. Oh, okay. You got? Are you? Man. Well, you know, it's gonna happen. It, it, it knocked down some liquids <laughs> and things like that because it's a nosy, oh, nosy okay. ass cat. Uh, he's not. Yeah. He's not gotten back up. But he took everything down with him, so that's good. Wait, he he has not gotten back up. Like, is he injured? No, he might have electrocuted himself. I mean, there's a bunch of like plugs and stuff over there. So. Oh, okay. Well, here I am talking about not wanting Bill Shatner watching him blow up on live television, and a cat may have electrocuted. It. So, well, it's got eight more. It's fun. Well, that one has about five left, I think. Oh, okay. Okay. Um. But yeah, there there were. Neil deGrasse Tyson retweeted kind of a funny thing. He was tweeting all morning about, you know, because he likes to, about space and whatnot. Um, so he retweeted somebody saying it would have been funny if all the um, um, employees, like all the ground crew, when Shatner came back down, even though it's a reference that not doesn't fit with Shatner, but would have been funny if they were all wearing the ape outfits. Oh, from, that would have been good. That, like, I mean, obviously, the reference doesn't really make sense because it has nothing to do with Star Trek. But it still would have been kind of funny. No, it would have been very um, funny. That would have, like Planet of the Apes reference. That that would have yeah. been good. That would have been very good. Because there wasn't really somebody else suggested the only way to really reference Star Trek would be like all the whales gone. But that would that'd, that'd, be, that'd be a hard. It'd be a it'd be that'd take a little bit more effort. Yeah, I mean that you know like in the fact that that's what happened in Planet of the Apes. Go to space. I, you know to come what, down. I have. I I don't know if I've ever seen the original Planet of the Apes. I saw the sh- the shitty Mark Wahlberg one, the first shitty Mark Wahlberg one. I did not see the. Was, was there, there more than one? No, I, know I think th- there was only one Mark Wahlberg one. Right, and then the next one that came out was a prequel to the Mark Wahlberg one, right? Yes, it, it was kind of like how, how they it, ended up. It was, it was how the apes kind of sort of. Took I don't even think it had anything to do with the Mark Wahlberg timeline. No, no, no. Oh, I thought it. It was just a pre. Well, it was a prequel to all of them, I suppose, because it just showed how the apes. Yeah, but somehow that would require someone going into space at the same time. I don't know if that, you know, it's like one of those weird ones where I'm like how that would add up 
into and how long they'd be gone in space for not only the flu or the virus to kill off the humans, you know, like that would take years. I don't think people are. I, yeah, I don't, um, yeah, I don't think I've seen the original and I, I, I've just seen the, you know, the famous clip at the end of Charlton Heston in front of the Statue Statue of Liberty. Spoiler. Um, but, and the, really the first I the first time I, I even saw a reference to that was the end of Spaceballs, which right. is very funny. But when I saw it in Spaceballs, I didn't know what the reference was. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. So, y- you know. Yeah. You know, but I, they... I agree that joke would have been gone. That would have gone over well. But uh, it might have killed uh, William Shatner. Um. Hopefully he's, you know, hopefully he's doing all right. I mean, you know, that's a that's a lot of G's on a ninety year old body, though he looks pretty good for ninety. Yeah, yeah, he hasn't um, he hasn't really aged much since. Um, I mean, when your hair your hair is like from the seventies and it just stays there, it's you know. it's a good it's a good hair piece. Or I don't even know if it's a hair piece anymore. It might be some sort of more technologically advanced, but it looks good. Mm. But he he looks the same as he did in like what was I guess what generations was the last movie he was in. Star Trek movie he was in? I think so. When he was, yeah, old and fat? Yeah. Um, it, and everybody, uh, this whole time that they've been doing all the press for um, um, this whole launch, everybody keeps calling him Captain Kirk, but didn't he end as an admiral? No, he got demoted. I, well, he got demoted in Star, in Star Trek Four. Oh. He got demoted back to Captain, but by the time Generations, I'm pretty sure he was an admiral again. Let's see. Let's see if I can find this. Figure a figure this out. Because uh, wasn't that was the whole the you remember I, I Generations was such a bad movie that I try to forget it. But the whole thing was the the opening scene was he was on the new he was an admiral retired admiral on the 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 bridge of the new Enterprise right um, as as kind of like a send off. I'm pretty sure he was an admiral at that point. It really doesn't matter in the grand scheme. No, it things, doesn't. But, but it's kind of an interesting. Get, you get, know. Give the man some respect. Well. To, uh, all all the way up to um, oh, to Admiral uh, Star Trek fans. Uh, tactical assault is not the thing. Star Trek, no, a lot of video games for the man. Shatner, yeah. like what he just lends his voice to things. Yeah, he's got a great great voice. Oh he, oh, he does have a great voice. Like he's yeah, he's on voice. I mean, he's been working. He was in American Psycho too. There was there was an American Psycho too. Yeah, with uh oh, what's her face? Um, uh, Mila Kunis. Oh, I do remember that. She plays the I daughter did, yeah. of one of the the people there. So, God. it really is remarkable the uh, the whole Star Trek. I mean, how many? That's what there were seven, and the seven of the original cast, and what five, four of the next generation cast. So I think there were ten movies total. Something like that. And it. The whole really does hold up. All the odd, all the odd numbers of movies are garbage, and all the even, yeah. and it, it it goes that way all the way through ten movies, which is remarkable. The tenth and final Star Trek movie, Nema, well, I, I'm not counting the reboots. Um, okay, I've got the, to say, I'm like, yeah, three the, is the only the, one that was like, no, Nemesis call- was the last one with like Picard and that whole group. The, although, yeah, I, yeah, I mean, Nemesis was good. A young Tom Hardy in mm-hmm. it. But then the one before that sucked. First contact, you know, they, it really does. I I have not seen it. Well, no, I saw four fairly recently, which shockingly it holds up given that it was you know made in the eighties. Yeah. 
Like there, there's always when it comes to sci-fi movies, it's like they either they they whiffed a lot in the '80s. I mean, you look at something like Ice Pirates. That was, that was an interesting take. Oh God, on I forgot I forgot about that movie. Swashbuckling Ice Pirates. It's a it's, it's a funny movie for anyone out there who hasn't seen it. I would recommend. Uh, it, it should be John, John Cleese in that. No, John Cleese wasn't no. in that. No. Um, Oh, what's her face was in it though. Um, oh, why am I gonna I'm gonna blank on her name. Oh, why am I gonna blank on her name? Because this is gonna be painful for me. Because, God, ah, woman, woman, uh, you gotta give me more than that. Yeah, I know, I know. Uh, damn it, Meryl Streep. Not Meryl Streep. Is it Mila Kunis? No, it's not Mila Kunis. Who is it? Uh, it's Angel uh, Angelica Houston. Was in it. Ah. Ron That's Perlman is... was also in it. Ah, classic. So why am I thinking John? John Cleese was it? Was it? Did, did Terry Gilliam have something to do with it? Why am I thinking something I Monty Python related? Mm, it wouldn't be. I don't know. I, I could have just been making. I, I I mean, obviously, I'm I'm off today. I'm. I'm... It's all right. We're all this we've whole, all been this there. Being being an hour earlier is just not working for me. Hugh, I I, can't I, do this I, I understand that, but I have to go. I have an exhibit to go see this afternoon. So. Oh right, the um the Van Gogh experience. The Van Gogh, yeah, I've I've heard good things. They that that is happening in St. Louis as well. Yeah, you were mentioning that your mom wanted tickets. Um, hopefully you guys got them because we're. Nah, I don't really want to. Well, I'm curious to how, how it is, but I don't really. Yeah, much. Where is it? Where is it now? It's uh, it's at the Amoeba. Oh, or what was really? the Amoeba? Oh, the building was torn down. No, the building's Are still it? there. Just they took it oh, over and, and made the experience there. So, well, that's kind of cool. At least I mean, but it's just temporarily temporarily there, right? Yeah, I would assume so. I don't think it's going to last all that long. They they obviously extended it because it went gangbusters, and then all of a sudden it's like okay. We'll do it again. So here they built it in the parking lot of a mall. It's a giant tent in the parking lot of a mall. Okay, that's a bit different. Uh, yeah. Well, I don't know where else they would have put it, but um, it's. I mean, I've seen in the mall that doesn't it. have any shops. Maybe. Uh, you know what? Shocking, shockingly, this mall. It's the, the mall of my youth. I was just um in it yesterday. Um, s- still a lot of stores. There are some empty ones, but. Oh. I'd say it's far more it's a far more healthy mall situation than most of LA. Like I don't I don't know what the Beverly Center is looking like these days, but it was pretty sad the last time I was there. I haven't been by in a while. And so. that was and that was that was pre-pandemic. Uh, yeah. So who knows how it's doing post-pandemic? Which is sad because they threw the Beverly Center. You know, they threw some money at it. Doesn't live doesn't live in Los Angeles. Is a used to be a very nice mall. Yeah. Um. Like you know, all designer stores and such, and it really fell on hard times because who went to mall? Who kept going to malls? No one. No one goes to malls. I mean, obviously, people are still going. It's still there. It's not. It hasn't disappeared. Disappeared. Yeah. But you know, it's internet. It it is a blessing and a curse, shall we say? Did you know that mall sits on top of an oil well? That mall. There's an oil well underneath. No, the mall. I'm not shocked at all. It's like yeah, it's actually on the backside. If you're on the San Vincente side of the mall, you can see it. Okay. It's, it's hid. It's hidden pretty well, but um, I mean, LA has oil wells all over the place. Oh yeah, no, no, they're like there's weird towers that do nothing that are. Yeah, there's the, there's one in Beverly Hills that's just decorated to look like a weird looking building, but it's just an oil well. Yeah, yeah, there's a few of those, which is always entertaining. It's like, oh, this is where they shot Beverly Hills Cop Two, by the airport, <laughs> which is you know. 
it's like, wait, this is nowhere near the track. Oh, it's kind of close to the track, but not that, you know. Oh. You know, it's funny. The, um, the, this is how you know it's a good song for a movie. As soon as you said Beverly Hills Cop, I immediately, immediately got the song stuck in my head. Oh. Which, which is that, that's how you know it's, it's a very well, you know, same thing with Halloween. If we, you just think of Halloween, yeah. and you just think of that hook. Um, yeah, the horror movies are very good with the hooks. Like those, just just the instrumental. Like you say, Jaws. You you already that's in your head. Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh yeah, nuts. I mean, a little bit. Maybe the kid I, song. It kind of pops in your head, but I don't. Oh, the one, two. Yeah, Freddy's coming, coming for, for you. you. Yeah, three, yeah, yeah. four. That's true. Lock the door. Well, the the thing that the one that it, well, I mean, Halloween has the famous song, which John Carpenter wrote himself. Yeah, yeah. That, John Carpenter um, wrote all his music. Yeah, the the instrumental the for big trouble little china yeah yeah um i think i always remember from the friday the 13th the music it was it was always that yeah like every time jason was in the woods yeah um, the creepy ass sounds yeah god i used to love those 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 i mean i i i miss those like those kind of horror movies like, like everything turned into like level yeah before it turned into torture porn well the torture porn starts like like the saw movies and hostile those have kind of gone by the wayside they're now they're back to like actual sort of horror movies yeah we but got a lot of paranormal type style horror yeah right now. yeah like you know it it i think blair witch started the thing where they all try to act like it's all lost footage stuff yeah uh but i miss the cheesy 80s movie like you know the in that the 80s freddy krueger not the stupid remake one no no i'm i'm like the remake freddy was not nearly like the guy who did it did a great job with it but it was just like it's always a, that funny thing about freddy krueger and the, like the people who want to dress up i'm like you want to dress up as a burnout pedophile okay yeah they they didn't really um i don't recall in the original series them the pedophile thing coming up too much no. the, clearly he was a burn victim but they really leaned into it in the in the, the reboot that he was a pedophile yeah well that's because it wasn't like there but it was there just like people interpret it how they want to like he just murdered kids and um you know it's just like uh what are you gonna do so i saw i i did not realize that there was a new scream movie until i saw wait there's a new scream movie there's a new screen uh until it's a reboot it's not a oh. no it, okay it's a reboot that stars the original cast sort of okay it's not about like like uh nev campbell um courtney cox and david arquette are in it playing the same characters but it is not they're not the central characters anymore okay they're the, like, like the the brought in for a second then gone kind of thing yeah i'm sure that, that you know just like a fun cameo type thing but they're they're even like rebooting it to the point where the trailer or at least the commercial trailer i've not seen a theatrical trailer um they're doing the original the opening drew barrymore scene like there is a scene with a girl right answering the phone in her house but they, they're trying to modernize it by she starts getting texts on her phone from the killer as opposed to you know in the original when drew barrymore called the house yeah, yeah 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 but in this the text evidently from what i saw this girl is getting text on her cell phone to answer the landline phone so that's how they're trying to play it and i i mean they're not showing enough of it to see if they're still using the old actual scream costume have to um 
unless you I modernized assume... it and like did something with it weird. Yeah, no, you can't. It's this. You can't modernize it. I mean, there's a hell. There's a new Halloween movie coming out that I didn't. Well, there was already a really? new Halloween. This is like the 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 third movie of this new oh, Halloween series. Right, right, but th- it's a new movie. Yeah, yeah, it's part of part of the current reboot. Reboot. I think it's called Halloween Kills. Speaking of reboots, uh, it, like not to dive in, or like you want to continue on this. Hard. Did you see the not really the, the trailer for uh, the newest Home Alone or the reboot oh, of Home God. Alone? Home sweet, home sweet home. I'm get we we discuss, discussed this many times the just the sheer number I can't keep track of the reboots with you know we we discussed that Doogie Howser one right but which isn't yeah, really no, a reboot that's kind of like a sidetrack of them referring to Doogie Howser the girl yeah, as Doogie Howser because she is that smart young doctor that yeah it's a reboot of the story like the story the without actual it, characters yeah. yeah but now yeah it's the Home Sweet Home Alone which who is it's Ed, um, Ed Helms isn't he in it. Uh no, Rob Delaney. Uh, Rob. Oh God, damn it. Uh, he, he, Rob Delaney is it? Oh, is he in it? He's in it. He plays one of the uh the burglars. I, I refused. I refused. Oh, we, I refused to watch the trailer because I just can't. Um, it seems like it's set in England. The boy's English, so. Um, oh. But I could okay. I could be wrong on that one. It just like you know just by, you know, the accent and like the the fact For- that Rob lives out there. It's just a. Uh, but I saw that, the, and they're also rebooting. Um, I know what you did last summer. Oh, of course, that's a TV series, I believe. Is it? Oh, is it? Yeah. I I, I guess I don't have as big a problem when they re if they try to reboot something as a series, like as opposed to just remaking. Oh, the they're movie. they're redoing Alien as a TV series. Ridley Scott really? had something to say about that as well. Like, oh, it's not going to be anywhere near good as the movie. I'm like, well, you've kind of ruined your franchise on your own, there, buddy, by Prometheus and uh, oh, what was the other one? Prometheus 2. Yeah, it wasn't Prometheus 2, but it was... I don't remember what it's called. I never saw any of them. Because you guys spoke so highly of Prometheus, oh. I never saw it. Um, yeah, we so did. It's a, it's, so it's it's a series based on... Alien. The original, the, the original the, one? Alien. Yeah, the Whalen Industries, obviously. Oh, but okay. it's like... Because uh, I, would, I would watch the hell out of a series about the Space Marines from the second one. Yeah, yeah. That would be... That would be, be a... I mean, they could do that. They could try, but they they f that one up. There there was a whole idea of doing a like a movie where the third one never happened, and it was like years later. It was like a. a and they 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 try Alien Resurrection. Oh well, yeah, they re- would get rid of the Alien Resurrection too. They, like, they're like, how can we bring Sigourney Weaver back because she spoiler alert dies at the end of the third one? So they're like, oh, let's bring her back as a clone. Yeah. It's kind of it's kind of the same shit they pulled with um, Agent Coulson in the Shield series when he clearly died in the first Avengers movie. Yeah, they kind of brought him back as like a weird clone, which you can, in sci-fi you can get away with. Well, um, I, yeah, I mean, they have aliens, the technology. They have the technology beyond the space forever. So you know, hey, that's true. Um, the alien Aliens is the only movie I think I've ever can ever think of. It won the Oscar for best sound editing. Right, and it's a it's a movie that if you will go back and watch it, you can actually you know why it won because most people don't even listen care about sound, but like you go back the the gun noises in that movie are so fucking cool, like the you know the the big like Vasquez and the other guy who have the huge cannons that they walk around with. Right, you go back and listen to like the sa- the way those guns sound. You're like, yeah, I see why this movie won an Oscar for this. Hmm. I have to rewatch that one in a while. It's been a, been a bit. I like the extended version, but the. I do too. Yeah, yeah. I have it somewhere. I have. To, I have to have it somewhere. It's kind of like one of those things you you need to have. 
That was such a weird series, just because I mean, counting not counting the Prometheus ones, but the first four, because the first four were four different directors. Yes, and all four movies were so specific, so specific to that director. Like the James Cameron, the second one was so. You watch that, you're like, yeah, this is a James Cameron movie. The third one was, um, oh god, what's his name? Who's the, the dude who did Seven? Um, um, David Fincher. David Fincher. David Fincher. Yeah. He did the third one, and you're like, yeah, this is a David Fincher movie. And then the guy who did the fourth one was the that French, French director, director yeah. who did Amelie, Some Things You Know. Uh, and you watch that, and you're like, oh yeah, that's totally one of his movies. Yes. It's so it, like almost like all f- the four Alien movies, they're in four different movie genres, which is bizarre. Like the you know the first one's a sci-fi movie, the second one's an action movie, the third one's a prison movie, and the fourth one's just a bizarre French movie. Yeah. Oh, uh, Alien Covenant was the second one of the, like the Prometheus ah. and, like Ridley Scott can talk. It didn't didn't he direct this that, that new atrocity that's the the Matt Damon. Oh um, yes, uh, middle medieval movie, last, the last, last duel, uh, duel, yeah, where Matt Damon with an awful mullet with an awful British accent and Adam Driver with an awful British accent and Ben Affleck with an awful British accent. Oh, is it was Ben Affleck in that one too. Awesome. He, he is. He's not one of the main characters but he is in it well um, you know he was in uh he did have a british accent in god uh shakespeare in love you know what he, you're right and he was actually pretty good in shakespeare in love he was actually uh, like he played himself very well so. he, he plays himself he's tom cruise he plays himself in everything yeah. Ooh, tom did tom cruise did you see him at the the giants dodgers game the other looking day looking a little bit older oof, all oof. of a sudden yeah the lebitard had it uh perfectly when he he looks like Norm Macdonald now. Which, if you, if you, going into looking at the photos of him at that game, thinking of Norm Macdonald, you look at him, you're like, oh my god, he does look like Norm Macdonald. It was only a matter of time before Tom Cruise started looking old. Yeah, it, was, it only took him to what sixty something for that to kick yeah. in. Yeah, so you know you got to respect that. Got to, got to, uh, got to take a moment for that one. So, oh, oh yeah, all right. All right, my friend. How, how are the cats doing? Just uh, just they, before they, before I just uh, give the listeners a, an update uh, on this. The, it did survive. It did survive the uh, the spill of green tea and. It is is that its preferred pronoun? Uh, it doesn't have any balls left, so I I go by it. Well, neither do you. Yeah. Oh, touche. He, um, he peanut is a uh, fine. He's he's up and about. Not oh, that's yeah, peanut. Good peanut. Oh, that's oh ironic. Yeah. A ballless cat named Peanut. Yes. Oh, well, I'm glad. I'm glad to hear you. I'm, I hope the damage isn't too uh, severe. No, I think it's just a spill on the carpet that I'll have to clean up, which I won't really, you know. I've, I've seen your, I've seen that carpet. Yeah. Too. It's, it's not the first stain on that carpet. No, but it, that was from previous. Okay, most of them are from me by now, but uh, you know, <laughs> they never replaced it when I moved in. So that that's kind of like a, I don't care about the the carpet. I'm just like it, when I leave, they have to get rid of it anyway. So it's like. True. They're not gonna That's be like, fair. "Oh, you damaged the rug." I'm like, "Mom, I've been here eight years. Like, you're supposed to replace not it after really. five years." Yeah. Goodness. Yeah, there's um, got yeah, I've been here for a while now. So, yeah. Time flies when you're having fun, right? Uh something like that. Is it fun? <laughs> Is it fun, really? No. Uh, no all I don't right. Think so. Well, we're gonna get going. Um, good to talk we're... to everyone. Have a yeah. Maybe next next week we'll get a review. We didn't even explain really what the Van Gogh show is for anybody that doesn't know. It's like a immersive experience, you know. Yeah, that's experience into Van Gogh paintings or something. Yeah, it's projections well, and everything all over you. So we'll get we'll get a review of it next week. Yeah, I'll do a great job of that one. So 
Maybe. Maybe. You will enjoy. I will. Okay. You have a good time uh, house sitting and watch dog walking and walking I, up uh, up and down four flights of stairs. Should be fun. Those um from like from ground ones. No. That would that would be very. <laughs> All right, my man. I'll talk to you later. Have a good one. Well, same with you. <laughs> Bye, guys. Right. Bye.